You're listening. You're listening to a University of Kentucky. University of Kentucky. College of Arts and Sciences podcast. Technology in the classroom is often discussed in terms of solving issues of scale. The rise of massively open online classes just being the largest of examples. Perhaps though, technology may serve the most good when it's scaled to student needs. Psychology professor Jonathan Golding has found this to be the case exactly in the many classes he teaches. As he has increasingly experimented with technology, Golding has found that the most gains come in the small interactions between students, where they learn to deal with themselves on their own terms as real individuals. The result? A more productive learning environment made more intimate, not less, by the latest technology. Dr. Jonathan Golding, I'm a full professor. I've been, this is my 25th year at UK. I do research on psychology and law and also do research on human memory. And I've been teaching big, small classes, you know, the whole time I've been here, a lot of different contexts of teaching. But I suppose in a big class like the lower level psych courses, that scale is an issue and that's maybe where technology starts to come in. Well, you know, it's interesting because that's where I first thought about it in the large class, but now I use it in all my classes because I feel the value of technology as far as aiding with communication, you just can't underestimate how much it can help. So yes, in a class of 500 on scale, it helps a great deal, but even when you teach a class, I like now I'm teaching a class psych 427, which is cognitive processes. I still have a Facebook group because the students can communicate with me and me with them. As we say, you know, it's a 24-7 thing. There never has to be any break in our ability to contact each other, the students to talk and communicate amongst themselves. So do you use Facebook primarily as like a communication tool? The tough thing is, and this is I think what's difficult, and even when you hear about these even bigger classes, you know, you can set your classes up so you do have assignments and you can and deliver content via Facebook, but I don't do it that way. I feel um, just having the ability to communicate with my students on Facebook about issues related to class has proved to be very valuable. And I'll give just specific instances where it's been helpful. One, for the students, they are able to manage their notes, and when they miss things, they can contact each other. Yeah, I can help them, but this way they can say, hey, does anybody have the notes for a certain date? You know, they put post that, you know, people all, right away, they're sending notes. The other thing, and I think this is what really made me change my mind about a lot of the use of social media is that one day, this was two years ago when I first used it in Intro to Psych, somebody got on and said, you know, I don't know what I'm waiting for or why I'm holding back on the, here's my flashcards to help study for Golding's test. This student was willing to make them available to everybody. And what has happened subsequent to that is every time I use Facebook, people are always willing to share. This is a way to let them deal with each other in ways that they wouldn't in the past. What do I care if somebody's sharing notes? If they're willing to do it and they can help one another, I think that's a great thing. 
Now, the other way it helps them, but also me with the course, is that students are always on Facebook, they are posting photos related to class, videos related to class, and that is just additional content that's helping the class and helps me to to see where the students are, how they're thinking. They may post something and I say, oh, this would be great to post and to present in lecture. One thing is that I do not make this required, but what I have found is 80 to 90 percent of students choose to be a member of the group partly because they're on Facebook already. So it's been uh, very, very useful. And I'll say that's in the big class, in my smaller class, it's really, especially when I teach classes at 20, 30, everybody signs up. That's interesting to see that students learn how to deal with themselves in their own terms. Right, and the thing about that that to me is interesting, before I did this, God knows they would probably never contact anybody in class because that's when you feel like a number. When you're in this class of 500, there's no way to communicate other than, yeah, you see somebody that day in class. But there's no other way to communicate. Then you feel lost. Then you feel like you, you are a number and nobody cares, but this way, you because you can contact everyone you are part of the group you are no longer just this person in isolation and that is what I see the value especially as we get you know for good or bad larger classes the students can feel part of something so that's Facebook where do you see a lot of this stuff heading in the next say five plus years um you know I it's going to be interesting because as you get people who've been around longer even older than me who don't want to change they're just going to keep going so the issue will be our younger people younger faculty are going to push us to use it more how social media will fit in that's going to be interesting because I think you have to be creative the issue is as educators what is the educational value? Does it have value to what you're trying to do? Whether it's value that I think is important to just the whole community of the class, which is more I call it informal, or whether to the formal presentation of material. The hope is, is that unlike other things where education and the academy can take sometimes a long time to move, the hope is, is that people will in education and in the academy will not be left back. They'll see the value and, and run with it. So is there anything else you'd want to add? No, other than I, I'll say this. I'm glad to be part of the faculty and especially the college that sees the value that is not, you know, sort of saying, oh, no, we're not moving in this direction, that sees that there is value and that resources are being offered to help people like myself to do things because the one thing you learn kind of quickly is that to really understand all the technology, hardware and software, it's it's a big job and you can't do it all. So you need help and I've been able to get help from people you know in Patterson Tower because I could never do it on my own. It's good to see that we're we're trying to continue to move forward as other colleges are. Thanks for listening, and thanks to the College of Arts and Sciences and the Department of Psychology for making this podcast possible.